Firewall Warriors, welcome to Season 2, Episode 2 of the Prayer Wall Podcast. The podcast for the broken, the healers, the overcomers. For those of us who need a little bit of faith, a little bit of inspiration, and sometimes both. Here, we discuss real life and raw experiences. By the end of the show, you'll be running to your prayer wall to surrender whatever topic we have covered to the Lord. I'm your host, Taylor McElwain, and this week on the Prayer Wall Podcast, we will be discussing grit and grace. All right, y'all, so before we get too far into our episode, I do want to let y'all know that I have two amazing guests that I can't wait to introduce y'all to, but y'all just got to give me a few minutes before we get to that part. First things first, what an amazing launch of season two. Y'all went above and beyond when I say I had so many listeners, so many new reviews and ratings and so many new subscribers. Y'all are truly amazing. We are now up to what I had listeners in 16 different countries and the love and everything else has just been so amazing. I definitely feel supported and I am so, so thankful for y'all. So I always got to give credit where it's due to my listeners. All right, y'all ready to jump in? Our devotional today, of course, is coming from the hashtag PrayLiveWin, book 52 Practical Prayers for Women by D.C. Marshall. And our scripture today is coming from Deuteronomy 8.18. And it says, You shall remember the Lord your God, for he is who gives you power to get wealth, that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. All right? So our devotional goes, what bothers me most about the country that I live in is that we are largely defined by status and our measures of success are limited to education, class, wealth, and material possessions. I'm so bothered by it that it has become the fuel and the fire behind my work. In my opinion, it is one of the biggest flaws in this country and it is the reason why we have so many issues. False definitions of success leave so many people confused. We've seen people steal and kill in order to keep up with the world standard. We've seen people take their own lives when they can't keep up. Furthermore, there is no class or course in primary education to help people learn what it truly means to be successful. So, if you have aspirations to win in life, let me share this with you. You don't have to accept the world's definition of success. You don't have to participate in the world system of winning and losing. You have to define success for yourself to get around this dilemma. Have you ever tried to consider that you have the option to accept or reject any and everything that doesn't resonate with your belief system? Yes. The decision is yours and whoever told you that these were rules and you had to play this game were wrong. Whoever told you that the measure of success is attached to the highest level of education attainment or what neighborhood you live in or how much you have in your bank, they told you wrong. The real measure of success for a believer is accomplishing the goal and the purpose for which God sent you here. God is not like man, that he would endorse a world system that says you are a winner if you are educated, rich, and powerful. In God's kingdom, everyone is a winner, those with little and those with much. God does not show partiality. Winning is about accomplishing the primary goal, and it is a goal that is not your own. 
Winning is not about pursuing your own agenda. Success is not measured by external things. Success at the end of the day will be measured by your pursuit of purpose. Does that mean you shouldn't have your own personal goals and aspirations? Absolutely not. God is our source and supply. He is able to satisfy every need if you'd only ask him. His word says to ask anything according to his will and it will be given. Never put your own selfish desires above the pursuit of your God assignment. Pray that God will resolve this in your spirit and clarify your reasons for living. Pray for the courage to step out and follow God. Pray for the desire in your heart to line up with which God has for you. All right, y'all know the drill. Go ahead and close your eyes, bow your head. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I come to lay before you my desire to win and to be successful in life. I want to evolve into the woman that you have called me to be. God, would you please forgive me for putting my own needs and desires and wants before you? Lord, forgive me for what I did not know. Lord, help me to turn away from the world's definition of success. I accept right now that you are my standard, Father. Therefore, I look to see and observe what you say, what you do, and I have received from your word according to Philippians 4.9. Your word says to ask for anything in your name and it will be given. So I ask for you to guide me, Father. Help me to put my life in order. Let my desires be your desires. I thank you right now, Father, for how far you've brought me. I'm believing in you for greater, God. I declare victory and success over my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Ooh, y'all, I had to grab the Kleenex. I am recording this episode um, the Friday before it is set to come out, all right? And when I tell y'all it has been a week, it has been a week. I'm not yet ready to go into detail. I'll have a testimony later. But this episode really just resonates with everything that is going on in life. And I love, I love, love, love my platform because just like as y'all learn and are inspired by me, through this platform, I learn from myself and also inspired by myself, y'all. Like, I never know what God is going to say through me to y'all. And so I'm just as like shook when I say something off the wall as you all may be. So I just want to say I'm super thankful just for the ability to be able to learn and grow with this. So before we jump into our episode, I do want to take the time to go through a few basic definitions for y'all, okay? And those are going to be the definitions for both grit and grace. So according to Google, because that is my (laughs) credible and reliable source, grit can be defined as the strength of character. All right? So grit is the strength of character. Grace according to Western Christian theology, is the love and mercy given to us by God because God desires us to have it, not necessarily because of something we have done to earn it. You hear that last part? We have grace and we've done nothing to earn it. God has given this to us. So before we jump into our episode, I do want to make one statement. If you are living to serve God, 
then your grace past is fully credible and valid. Quit worrying about the standards of this world. Quit worrying about time. Quit worrying about money. Quit worrying about how exhausted you are. Give yourself grace. Give your time, give yourself time to just rest in the fact that God has given you this free pass. I'm going to stop there because I don't want to take away from anything that our guests had to say on this episode, all right? Before we hop into that, though, I do want y'all to know (laughs) it is the holiday season and I'm super excited to plug an amazing product in this week's episode. So, I'm not a parent, but I am an older sister, an auntie, and a godmother. So, for Christmas, generally with the kids, I follow three basic rules, all right? So, we do something to play with, something to wear, and something to read. I've already taken care of the first two, not that deep, that ain't why we here. But y'all know I always have an amazing book to plug, especially for the kiddos. So, my amazing mentor, Terry Roberts Leonard, is a diversity, equity, and inclusion consultant and does as her professional um, job also. And she has taken the time to write a book titled Danda the Panda, Welcome to My World. So Danda the Panda, Welcome to My World follows the adventures of Danda the Panda and her unique family circumstances. And that's all I'm going to say because I don't want to give too much away. It's a child's book, so you can't really do a synopsis without giving, you know, all the details away. But I want y'all to know that this is a great story for all children across all walks of life. All right. Like this book is amazing. And Terry has some amazing um, things that go along with this book. So for exclusive details, be sure to follow at Love Makes a Family on Instagram and be sure to visit Facebook.com slash Danda the Panda. And Danda is D-A-N-D-A the Panda. All right. But to purchase, to purchase, to purchase, to purchase this book, you can go on to Amazon.com. And I know y'all have the apps on y'all phone. So pull the app up, go to that search bar and type in Danda the Panda. Welcome to my world all right get it go ahead and get those kiddos books out the way if there's one thing that i am always an advocate for is for children reading y'all like that's how i learned that so y'all know i'm all over this so go ahead order that book for the kids in your family the kids in your life your friends kids or if you're a parent yourself that is a great great deal that terry has going on all right All right, y'all, go ahead and buckle in for this amazing conversation that I had the honor of having with Miss Aaliyah and Anaya Cork. Oh, my two beautiful guests. Look at (laughs) y'all. So I'll let y'all go ahead and um, introduce yourselves. Um, So whoever wants to go first. Okay, I can go first. So my name is Anaya Cork, and I am a junior at Purdue University. Okay. My name is Aaliyah Cork, and I am a senior at Purdue University. Okay, I love it. See, just amazing already. (laughs) So I was trying to even, like, think back to how we even got close, and I'm like, we were like babies. Naya, were you like in middle school? I was in middle school. (laughs) I really don't even remember how. I really don't. Yeah, I have in middle school. Like, like I got bangs now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So definitely. So I was like working in my aunt's shop in her nail salon, and y'all came. Yeah. In, like, oh my gosh! Like I freaking love them. 
Um, so yeah, y'all are just like my absolute faves. So our episode today, um, Grit and Grace. So I kind of wanted to have this conversation because I feel like a lot of us are in a place where we're like, battling between having so much grit but also having so much grace for ourselves especially in the midst of like a pandemic like 2020 has been I keep saying this it feels like it's been five years long so I just wanted us to have a quick little um you know chat about ways that we are getting through that and also I don't think that we can ever balance um life perfectly but how do we get close enough to where we feel like we are pouring ourselves equally into all of our passion projects, into different aspects of our lives, and the way that God plays a role in us having grit and the way that us having grace. Um, So tell me a little bit about the organizations that you all are involved in, the extracurriculars, the things that you are doing in your passion projects. So I can go ahead. Some One of the main organizations that I'm involved in is BOP, and that stands for Business Opportunities Program for Minorities. So basically with that, we were recruited our senior year in high school to come to Purdue, take 11 credit hours in the summer, and just basically get ahead and meet with like big uh, Fortune 500 companies and like big four companies. So they see us first and that they realize us first when it comes to the career fair. So I would say that's... Um, I don't have a passion project that I'm working on now, but that was a passion project for me just because I wanted to do business. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And I wanted to be that woman that was um, just a standout businesswoman overall. And so I really am grateful for that opportunity because it got me ahead 11 credits and it was able to just skyrocket my college career. And I wouldn't even be in the position that I'm in now if I didn't have that program. And I'm also a part of um, impact. And that's just where we get together every Wednesday or Thursday and, you know, pray with one another lift each other up and just, you know, read the Bible together and make disciples because that's our ultimate goal. Perfect. I love it. Um, So for me, my college experience is completely different from hers. I am a first-generation college student, so I went to college and had no idea what to expect. So my first two years were rough. Um, I didn't do well my freshman year, and I ended up going through a depression and things like that. But I am, I I had a comeback season. So my sophomore year, the end of my sophomore year is my comeback season. And then I am a part of an organization called Boiler Tracks, where we are partnering with the Office of Admissions and we have recruitment events for underrepresented minorities. And we basically share our experience with these students so they know what to expect coming to a PWI as a minority student. And I started out as just a member and then my sophomore and um, junior year, I was the secretary. My sophomore year, junior and senior year, I became the president. And so I'm the president of that organization. And then also um, my freshman year, I went to this program called Strong Sister, Silly Sister. And they just talked about, um, it was for freshmen women who were black and they just talked about like faith, um, like different things that women need to go expect when they come to college. And then I actually became a facilitator the following year. And I've been a facilitator ever since. And that's where the idea of my blog came. Um, I created my own blog um, just this past month. And I'm very excited about that. So that's what I'm working on. And um, that's what I've been a part of since my freshman year. Amazing. So as y'all been talking, I've been like jotting down notes because there's just so much that it comes to me, mm-hmm. like as I'm like in the middle of it. So there's just so much, so many different directions that I want to go with this. But the first, you both hit on something really, really 
profound to me. And I think I want to take a minute to just, um, to just digest like the impact of that. And it's like being the first to do something like y'all talked about being the first black woman to do something or being the first to go to college and things like that. And I actually just posted something on my Instagram um, story today for my podcast. And it says, remember that God calls you. So when you quit, you quit on whoever he wants to reach through you. Quitting is bigger than you because generations after you need your yes. And I feel like personally, and y'all can chime in too about this. I feel like a lot of times I'm like, God, why am I the one that's being called to break these cycles or to break these chains or to be the first to step out? Because I'm a first generation college student, also pursuing a graduate degree, will pursue a doctorate degree. And it's just like, Lord, why am I the first? Why? Like, what's what about me? Like, is so called or like what about me is so special um with that so do y'all want to talk about child's experience of like being the first and just like the way that god encourages you and pushes you and blesses you ultimately through those experiences absolutely i can go first so like i said i am a first generation college student and honestly after my freshman year like i went into the darkest place of my life like i was on pro academic probation i lost my scholarship and mentally, I was just not there. Like I said, I went through a depression and I was really like just going through it and battling. And I'm like, God, why me? And he's like, why not you? Why, why not you? So I'm just like, so I fought through it. I got through it. And it's just, it's just amazing how God works through you. And like I said, me being that first generation college student, and then I have generational curses that I need to break. And it's just like a constant battle each and every day. And for me, it's all mental. And I just have to keep fighting, talk to myself, um, rebuke the enemy, talk back to him, and not let him just plant these thoughts in your head. So it's just a constant battle, um, but I'm grateful for it. It's only making me stronger because if I would have gave up when I was going through that depression, there's girls who needed to hear my story. That's why I posted that blog. And if I never posted that, nobody would have heard it. Like, they would have known, like, they're not the only ones going through what I went through. So I'm just blessed and grateful for that. Yeah, talk about using a platform to, you know, encourage others. To, yeah, wow. Yeah, and I definitely agree. I think, you know, when you say, you know, God, why me? Why am I the one that has to be the one? Like Leah said, why not me? Like, you should honestly be so glad that God is even trusting you with something so big. And then you can always just know when you're put on an assignment with something or somebody that there's a greater reward at the end. And it's just... God trusts you enough to put you in his will to do what he wants you to do because he knows that what's inside of you, you're going to be able to change the world. You're going to be able to change other young men and young women's lives and their mindsets and everything. And like she said, like her blog, there's, it was a platform of people that needed to hear that. And then you started your podcast. There's so many people that needed to know, oh my gosh, she has a prayer wall and I do too. So like, how does she use this? How does she use it to encourage her and motivate her? And like, you know, just, it's just so many different ways that, you might think, well, nobody else has this idea as me, but then when you really go out and branch out and do it, there's so many people that are like, oh, wow, like it took this one person to just start that fire on the inside of me. And God's using us to do that because he wants us young us young women to be on the rise and especially us black women to be on the rise, to be able to do that, to show these young girls that, you know, you can be whoever you want to be. You can be who I called you to be. And that's what God created us. He created us in the likeness of his image and we're the apple of his eye and like that just that within itself should be motivation to just know like he trusts me he created me he instilled in me everything i need that's all that i need to do to do what he wants me to do it might be hard 
and you might not want to do it. And you go, it's going to be some nights you are up crying and you like, God, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Yes. I do not want to do it, Lord. <laughs> but you just got to do it because it's, he trusts you and you know that there is something great that's going to come out of it because you were being obedient. And that's, that's the most important part. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I do want to talk about, you know, like our episode title is written grace. So I do want to talk about those two components separately and then how they, um, intersect, I guess, um, in each of our, each of our lives. So, um, our little section about grit. So what are some of the biggest challenges that you both have faced lately? Um, and let's talk about ways that we've overcome those challenges. Um, I would say for me, um, I've always said this, but I have a hard time like actually sitting there and reading God's word because I'm like, okay, I don't understand it, so I don't. And I, first of all, I don't like reading. I'm not. A <laughs> I'm more of a math person, so I'm like, oh God, I gotta read. But uh, I have a hard time just really having the discipline to sit there and read. I rely on devotionals and my worship music and sermons, but that is not enough for me. So I just have a hard time really sitting there and reading like you do I see you post on your story I'm like oh my god I want to be able to do that but I just can't so that's what I've been struggling with lately okay and Um, what about like other what are like some because I do want to talk about like life challenges so what are like life challenges too um life challenges I would say You want to pass for now? You can pass for now. Okay, think okay. about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So my, I would say my life challenge is something that I've been struggling with is I do not like Zoom anymore. Like I'm so burnt out on just Zoom classes and Zoom meetings and just anything Zoom related because I do like the face-to-face contact, but with everything going on, you do have to be safe. But I just, honestly, I have not had any motivation to just log on, but I mean, I do it, but it's just like, I do not feel like sitting here. I do not feel like listening to this teacher uh, teach about anything. And then some of like, some things that I do to overcome that is I just will force myself to get up, get dressed, look cute, make sure my face is done, my hair is done. And just, cause overall you feel good. And like, I always had that model when I was in high school, if you look good, you do good. Anytime I had a test, I would make sure I had my best fit on. Cause I knew I was going to do good on the exam and then college too, but college exams are a lot different than high school. Yeah. Exam. Yeah. <laughs> You just gotta pray when you take the college exam. Absolutely. You you ready, Leah? Yeah. You go. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, I would say uh, honestly, school mm-hmm. has just a huge like stress thing for me. Like I'm just so over doing work. I'm so tired of exams, projects, group projects at that. I'm just so over it. And I can't wait for this semester to be over, but it just feels like it just feels like it's going on forever. So that's probably one of my biggest challenges lately. Okay, cool, cool. Um, so I would say for me, my biggest challenge lately, and I actually I can't believe that I'm about to say this um, because I've been keeping it a secret. Like I haven't talked a lot about it, but I am in a huge transitional period in my life where I'm applying to PhD programs. And like I mentioned it, but I haven't really like discussed it a lot with anyone because I'm terrified. And I'm like, if I don't get in, like I don't want I don't want people to know that I failed that. Right. Yes. And so this like this I feel like I'm being so vulnerable right now, but I feel like 
it doesn't matter because it's about the process. It's not about the outcome. Like, yes, I have that desired outcome, but at the end of the day, like, if that's not where I end up and that's not where God intended for me to end up, you know? Um, so, but that process has been so tedious, but along with that, just, um, I've been blessed enough to have people who are reaching out to me to lead webinars and to do like spoken word poetry and just speak and things like that. So I want to like perfect my craft, but it's been so challenging because work in school in the middle of what we are going through right now is taking so much out of me that I don't even have like the energy to even work on my podcast the way that I want to. I don't have the energy to work on. I want to start writing a book. I can't even like get an outline because of that. I am like pushing all of my PhD applications to the last minute to up into the like deadline, which is not like me at all because I'm not able to just sit down and work on those things. Um, like I really want to. So I would say like, that's my biggest thing. Um, and honestly, I don't think I'm still in a transitional period. I'm still in the process of that. So I haven't overcome those things yet, but I think it did just so really good to just like broadcast that, like I'm working on this and I'm terrified of the outcome. I'm terrified of not being good enough or quote unquote by man's standards. And so those are things that I'm having to like process through too. So so yeah um and then our other on the other hand of that grace so how do you continue to give yourself grace how do you remind yourself what are your general like attitudes and experience around grace um for me i honestly struggle with giving myself grace because i feel like i just gotta get stuff done or i'm not doing enough when i in reality i'm doing so much that i'm wearing myself out but um, at times when I, I, I it's a, it takes a night to tell me, just give yourself a break. <laughs> like, I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do that. And I'm like, because I'm always doing some type of schoolwork. And I look over at her and she's not doing nothing. She just be chilling. I'm like, how are you chilling? And I'm doing all this work. She's like, Aaliyah, just give yourself a break. You're always doing work. So I, I honestly struggle with grace. I'm giving myself grace and I'm trying to work on it. But um, that's pretty much it for me. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I'll like how she said I'm always talking like give yourself a break. I like to give myself a break on a lot of things. And like one way I like to give myself grace is just saying, if you do not get to this today, you're you have tomorrow to get to it or you have later on in the day. And like it's okay to take a cat nap. It's okay to take thirty minutes of rest or just even an hour or even hours worth of rest or a day. But <laughs> it's just when I give myself grace, I'm like, you know, some I will have a set day where I'm not doing no type of schoolwork because I need time for myself. I need time to, you know, get into my word or get into just whatever I want to get into and just have that time for myself so I'm not losing myself in the midst of doing my schoolwork or doing something that's too much because you will often find yourself so stressed out to the point where you're like, you didn't even know that there were changes within yourself that were happening because you're so caught up in something else but you're not in tune with yourself. And um, that's one way I really like to give myself grace. Another way, too, is if I feel myself not giving myself grace, I'm like, okay, Lord, please just give me give me through step by step, moment by moment. And, you know, while I'm saying that, tears are rolling down my face because I'm like, I have a standard for myself and I have an expectation that I'm looking to reach, but I just need God to really help me get through it. So that's one way. That's another way I like to give myself grace. And other times, like I said, I just give myself that day off or like multiple days off because you have time. There's so much time. We're in quarantine. There's so much time that you have to just get stuff done. 
and you don't have to just, you know, we're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. God did not create, create us to be perfect. And one thing I like to say to myself too, is, you know, he created us in the likeness of his image and you can do what you can do and you pace yourself and you're not perfect. You don't have to do what other people are doing all the time. So like, that's one thing I really like to just remind myself of is you have time. Okay, not Anaya being the youngest one on the call and the only one who got this figured out because I am not, I am not good with that. I stress myself out so much. Like I have lists every day and I'm like so anxious to get things crossed off that list. Um, But there are times where I'm like, okay, Taylor, you just need to step away and you need to do something. But it's always at a time where I feel like I have to accomplish so many other things before I even allow myself to to give myself grace and it's so crazy because grace is literally my favorite word yeah (laughs) and so it's it is like a learning process and a lot of it I feel like stems from you know being a perfectionist being super type a um but understanding like you said Naya like you can do what you can do today and then tomorrow stuff gonna have to get done um so yeah I think that's so so incredibly important so yeah, thank y'all. That was good because I haven't mastered it yet. <laughs> I'm um, seriously. Um, so let's talk about um, what our greatest passions are. Um, so we'll do that and then we'll talk about, you know, like our purpose and that and the way that God has called us in that. So I would say my greatest thing is literally ever since I was so young, I've always just had a passion for people helping people, motivating people, encouraging people. Like, I want to have my own podcast, and I am in the works of it. I want to have my own podcast of just women empowerment because I feel like in this world that we live in now, like, so many women, and, you know, men too, but my focus is on women, is they need empowerment. They need to know that you can have it all. You can do it all. You don't need somebody to come alongside you and help you. You can do it on your own because you're perfectly capable of doing it. And just, I just want them to know, like, you know, God created you. You're beautiful how you are. And, like, he has put everything in you. Like how you said, you know, why me? Why am I the one that has to do this and has to do that? It's a reason for it. And I just want them to, you know, be able to dig deep into that and figure out what my purpose is, what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And just knowing that there's so many different ways to encourage each other and that we're, you know, women, we're supposed to stick together. It doesn't matter the race. It gen- doesn't matter the race or anything, but we're supposed to stick together and just lift each other up, empower one another. And I feel like on TV shows, like, you know, the reality TV shows and the housewives, that's not a good representation of how women should be acting towards each other. We need to be uplifting each other, you know, telling each other, you got this, you could do it. You're a beautiful woman inside and out and not any jealousy or being like, you know, rude to each other because that's what people expect. And, you know, of course in our black culture, that's what is to be as well, but we just have to, you know, really rise up and be greater than what is expected of us. Absolutely. What about you, Leah? Uh, my greatest passions are, of course, empowering women, but mine specifically is empowering and encouraging women who are struggling with themselves, like their self-esteem, their self-confidence, and even relationships, because it all starts within ourselves. And I personally have been in a situation where I was not so sure of myself, and I just wanted some, I've always wanted somebody else, like that relationship but the people who I chose were a reflection of who, what I felt about myself on the inside, and it wasn't good. And I've struggled with self-esteem um, once I got to college, and it's just, it's just terrible. Like seeing these women and young girls 
settling for these men who aren't treating them right and who are manipulating and controlling. And it really takes a huge toll on us. So that's one of the reasons why I started my blog, just to get my story out there and just sending words of encouragement and telling my story just so women can see that they're not the only ones going through this self-esteem. Like I struggle with self-esteem still even now. So I think um, that's what God has called me to do was to em- is to empower young women and motivate them and realize that, like Anaya said, we are made in his image and uh, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Absolutely. Thank you. And that, yeah, that is incredible. And yeah, we have to, God has put that, lit that spark in us for a reason. You know, those, um, those things, our passion projects that we are so into and those, those populations that we choose to serve, like God has put that in us. And a lot of times I feel like we want to serve populations that we a lot of times either belong to or used to belong to, you know? So, um, yeah, that's really, really good. Um, so what are our future goals? What are you two looking forward to? Um, I know Aaliyah, you graduate in May. Um, Naya, you got one more year, but what are our future goals? What do you hope to accomplish? What's up? Um, for me, um, I don't want to have a nine to five job. <laughs> no, I don't say that. Yes. I, no, yes. I'm not, I don't see myself working in corporate America. I honestly, I'm, working towards becoming a fashion model. Um, I love to model. I love fashion. I eventually want to own my own clothing line and my own business and expand on my blog, become a blogger, um, things like that. So that's really what my future goals are to, uh, I think once after college, once I'm graduating from college, I want to um, be signed to a modeling agency and really start my um, fashion career. Amazing. <laughs> So for me, actually, um, I I have an internship for this summer, and then I'll be continuing on with that company. But um, some of my future goals is I'm eligible to graduate early, so I will be graduating early, and then I'll be going to work with that company eventually. But some of my biggest goals is I just always had a passion for business and being a businesswoman. So how she doesn't like the nine to five, I personally thrive in that kind of environment. I really just, I love the environment, of course, where, where I'm working at, but I want to be able to do that, and I want to be a well-known, inspirational black um, black businesswoman because that's what these young women need to see is that these black women are on the rise and that they're doing this and they're doing that. And also, um, I, I just have that passion for uh, helping other young women as well, like empowering them. So I want to be able to be like some type of motivational speaker, a national one. Like I want to be able to go and just travel and you know speak to different women that are going through something that they need somebody to be on their side and say, you know, I went through that and here's how I got through it. And of course, I want to really encourage like, you know, just having godly friendships and relationships, making sure that you're equally yoked in that relationship or friendship. And then just, you know, how to pursue what God has wanted you to do. And just, that's just my future goal. It's really being able to help these other women and just being able to inspire them and just know that they can do what they put their mind to. Oh, y'all just warm my heart. I just love y'all so much. Okay, let's do, um, let's have some fun. What are our favorite Bible verses? Whoever wants to go first. <laughs> it's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. That is my favorite verse because it just sums everything up. Like everything I go through, God already knew. He already knows the outcome. I just got to go through it. 
because it's only making me stronger and it's a part of my um his plan that he has for me so that is definitely one of my favorite verses good i love it and so i actually have two but i only wrote down one but my two is um psalm 46 and 10 and then romans uh 8 and 28 so i love romans 8 and 28 because it says for i for um um for we know that all things work together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. I just love that because that within itself is just, that's it. Like that is, that's, that literally just says it. And that, that is just a reason to be somebody's favorite verse. And then Psalm 46 and 10 is be still and know that I am God. That has been just for as long as I can literally remember that has always just been embedded in my heart and in my mind. And like, whenever I do feel myself, um, just like, feeling overwhelmed or just having anxiety about something, I just say to myself, God is in control. Like, be still, wait on him. He knows what turn to make. He knows what move to make, what you need to say, what you need to do. Just be still, trust him, and let him do it. And just, I just like to continuously remind myself of that. Like, you know, whenever something in my life is not going how I pictured, it's Mm -hmm. going how God pictured it. And just to be still, to trust him, and not to make knee-jerk reactions or just any type of, decision because you don't know what is to come and just if you're being still what the enemy means for harm god means for good and so like i just i love to stand on that because just be still just be still you don't even have to do anything just sit there in his presence and let him do it all for you Mm, i love it i love it so much okay so leah you have a blog and i you have a podcast coming how can people find your blog what can we look forward to in the podcast only if you're ready to share because I know that sometimes that's sacred between you and God. So um, <laughs> let us know how we can follow you on social media. If you want that to be a thing, just how can we, how can I plug you all to my listeners? Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Aaliyah Cork, A-L-E-Y-A-H-C-O-R-K. Um, my blog is actually located in my bio, or you can just Google it, leeblogs.com, L-Y-H-B-L-O-G-S.com. Um, you can access my blog there and follow me on Instagram if you would like. Thank and um, my podcast, it is sacred right now. I do have some things that I'm in the mix of, but I'm just waiting for God for that okay. So be on the upcoming look for that. But the title will be Empowerment. And then um, you can follow. I don't. I mean, I'm not really on Instagram. I'm not on Twitter or anything, but I have a Facebook <laughs> <laughs> I have Facebook, LinkedIn, and Snapchat, but I do not get on Snapchat. But you can, <laughs> I know, I'm so. <laughs> I'm the type of person like I'd rather uh, a phone call or like a direct face-to-face conversation. But you know, with COVID, that's not possible. But you could add me on Facebook if you would like to. <laughs> Just Anaya Court, A N Y A H, I mean Space Court C O R K, and then it's the same on LinkedIn too. If you're ever feeling you want to look at my business profile. Perfect. I love it so much. But thank you too for being here. This is amazing. Woo. So if y'all couldn't tell, I just absolutely adore Aaliyah and Anaya. So once again, thank you, wonderful ladies, for being on the show this week. Um, so I do want to take the time now to wrap up with what we're putting on the prayer wall. So the first. The first, again, I feel like we pray about this a lot, and that's totally okay. The first is to just be able to tune into what God has ordained your purpose to be. 
All right. So just be in communication with God about that. When you are having quiet time this week, just open yourself up and allow God to bring you some sort of peace over your purpose and the next steps to achieving that purpose. The second thing that we're praying for and putting on the prayer wall this week is to remember that we have grace, that God has given us this amazing free pass and that we didn't have to do anything to earn it and that we can turn to that in the midst of so much turmoil, so many different things going on. We have the ability to just stop and give ourselves grace and be okay with that and feel comfortable and rest in that fact. And then the third thing that I feel is just so, so important to put on the prayer wall this week is to learn how to start living by God's standards as opposed to the world's standards, all right? So be in prayer about those three things. And that is all that I have for y'all prayer wall warriors this week. Be sure to rate, subscribe if you haven't, share, follow me on social media, DM me about what your highlights were this week, and all of those great things. Y'all have a good, good, good week, Prayer Wall Warriors.